0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I'm joined by both of my gaming dads and a very special guest. We've been having so much fun in the studio. It's Jules Hardy joining me today. Jules, how are you?
1: I'm really good. I'm having the best day. This is like the coolest day out. I'm having so much fun. Also, these things...
0: The Smoke Machines. Yeah. Yeah. Very got, strange in real life. we got Smoke Machines for a podcast. It's a really cool combo.
1: You know, it's a very Definitely. audio heavy podcast. But you know what? Really important to have visual <laughs> things during an audio podcast. <laughs>
0: Super important. Now, Jules, of course, we're going to get to know you for this show <laughs> and have all that fun. Like, but before we started the podcast, you and Gary were talking about playing games on cassette tapes. Yeah. Can you take me back? What's What's up with that?
1: So do you mean, what, what's up with the history of video games? Um. Okay, yeah, so, well, you never heard of the Spectrum? Never. It was like a massively popular console. Okay. Was it only in the UK then? Why doesn't the anyone sp- know the
2: spec- it? No, the Spectrum wasn't very popular. Commodore 64 more so. Mm. But I mean, through the whole, you know, you have to remember this is why I, I find these people so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so it. glad you're here oh, to great. have another Brit that, that can understand like, me like, when hey I'm talking will. about uh-huh. shit that is like a little bit, you know, Before Mike's time. Old. And also British. We have a very different path. And Jules will back me up here. Uh In the UK, we have a different path. or we had a different path in the 80s and 90s into video games. It was less about the the Nintendo and Sega. More about the Spectrum, the Commodore 64. uh, Or if you were unlucky, the Amstrad. Shade. And and, um, Oh, yeah. The poor kid at school had the Amstrad. Amstrad. He was in for a hard time. (laughs) Um, But before the ages, you used to, to, you know, the same kind of audio cassettes you would make your mixtapes on back in the day. That's what games came on, and you plugged in. You, you took. Why don't you give cassette. a demo of
1: what it would sound like? Well,
2: you well you, I mean, you've heard you've heard you've heard, you've heard, yes,
1: you've heard what, what a, a
2: modem sounds like, right? Like like that's that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that. uh-huh. So you, you the yeah. same t- cassette tape that you would listen to your music on. You put the tape in, plug that into your Spectrum or your Commodore 64 mm-hmm. or whatever's your preference, and uh, press uh, play. And it would uh, load the game into your computer, yeah. but it would take fucking ages. ages.
1: Basically all you would do is eat sandwiches if you <laughs> prepared an in inspection. Because it would take like quite a no- like a number of times. You'd be like, Well, I'm gonna go off in the other room, like have a sandwich. Yeah, have a cup of tea. Come back. And then you play a game for two minutes, you're like, I don't like this game. Maybe no, like, you crap. change the thing to go, go
2: back you, and make another you, sandwich. But you'd kinda of wanna stick with it because it's like you can't be asked to like load yeah. another one because it takes so long. It wasn't just like swapping out cartridges or whatever, or, you know how it is you just jump in a quick resume, jump around different yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. The, it got to a point, you may remember this, when games, it took so long to load games that they would preload very quickly a little game that you could play oh, while yeah. you were waiting for the actual game. Preload you never sounds to load. right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. Preload. Yeah. There it is.
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound you know, right. Like that,
2: because it sounds, well, it sounds too much like pre-com.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> you know, podcast. I love that. I love that, Garrett. <laughs> You
1: know, now you can play because
2: load also means come. That's why. Shucks. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that yeah. one. Yeah,
1: is this? A, are you educating him on all things? Not. Just...
2: <laughs> oh, it's been an education for Mike on this
0: on this. This podcast. is what my gaming dads are here for. Of course, I want to bring in my virtual gaming dad to check in with
2: Paris, who is the most professional out, out of, of all, all of us. us. Paris has got the fucking. <laughs> Paris is sitting back there with the patience of a saint.
1: <laughs> it's not. He's look? just turned his camera off. It's Paris. Just a, how are you today?
3: Image. So you may not be able to tell, but I'm I'm blushing right now. Yeah. listening to this conversation. Um I do have a question for you though, Mike. Yes. If Gary and I are your gaming dads. Yeah. Ooh does that make Jules like your gaming aunt or something Yeah my like fun that? aunt You're- is right for Yeah sure I think so
2: because I said before the show I like Jilly, Jules I'm sorry, yeah, sorry. Jules and I've known each other via social media for a for a long time but I think this is this is oh well yeah, there was a bit of a grudge because like I said, I'm very Jules didn't follow me on social media for a while but yeah, like, what's did that you. what's that about Neither did you and Yeah because then- I to- I told you I'm extraordinarily petty and yeah, I, I, I don't follow petty. people who don't yep. follow me mm-hmm. Once you followed me, I followed Strange you. And it was If we she beast. goes to your page
0: and you're not following him, he's not going to hit the follow button. <laughs> but that it was weird because she wouldn't
2: follow me, but she would often like reply to my shit. And I'm like, she's not following me. Like, How does she even know I'm tweeting well, this no, stuff? But it,
1: it comes into my feed anyway. Yeah, because
2: it's so popular. The algorithm loves me. You are so popular. That's right. Anyway, that's all sorted out. The point is, this is the first time we've I ever met. Like, we've hit it off right away. I, f- I said before the show, I feel like Jules <laughs> is the sister I've never had but always wanted.
1: Oh, this this is—we've been hanging out for the whole ten minutes. Wow! And,
2: and, and, and we're and we're already like thick as thieves.
3: It's gonna be this is gonna be a good show, Mike. It's gonna be a great show, Paris. How are you feeling though? Feeling like you're ready for a good show? I'm I'm good, man. It's uh, it's been quite the week of news. So I think we got a lot to talk yes. about in the world of Xbox.
0: We have a big week of news to talk about. Of course, last week we talked about the potential ABK Activision Blizzard King deal closing on Friday the thirteenth. I bet you're Guess all glad what? about that. It did finally close what? after 20 full months. Jules, we had to wait and talk about it and speculate and hope, and now it's finally done.
1: I think you are probably as happy as Phil Spencer is about this thing. I don't got to talk about it anymore.
2: I think we're Um, just glad that it's over. Yeah. Because it was dragging on, wasn't it?
1: A really long time, and, like, you know, I think for, like, because you think about like in the run up to that, obviously, like all of these great acquisitions, and then it was just like this, like almost like dead stop. And you could see it, like with like Phil. I'm sure he just wanted to get on with things and not kind of be spending all that time having to come. He was having to like fly over to the UK, like all the time for all these. It's you yep. spending time. You don't want to come to the UK angry for not for fun. That's not... And of course,
2: it was the Brits that was dragging it out. Yep. Everyone else was fine. Yeah. Just yeah. like in World War II. Oh,
1: wow. We were, we're the going... only ones
2: saying enough. <laughs> Hitler's rolling <laughs> enough. into fucking Poland, France. Holland, uh-huh. they're all rolling over. America's sitting over there, not bothered. We're the only ones going, enough. enough. We're not having it.
1: Stop there, yep. that's, Hitler. That's we...
2: I'm not trying to compare Stop. Phil Spencer <laughs> to Hitler, oh, okay, just so we're clear. Okay, okay. We're Far from it. Course. If anything, he's the opposite of Hitler. He's not Hitler. Well, we have a big week of news it's more like Churchill, about. The Winston excited. Churchill of gaming.
1: We
0: also have Jules in the building. <laughs> it's going to be very awesome to talk with her because she's a big-time professional presenter and host. Has done, as you, as you can clearly see. Maybe. Done many of shows all around the globe, and I'm very excited to talk with you about that because I've watched many of them. I've admired your work, oh, and I get to see Paris, my gaming dad, do awesome, incredible hosting gigs around the globe just like you. So be cool to chat that about oh, with yeah. you. you but of know. course... We'll chat all things Xbox because this is the Kind of Funny X-Cast. We post each and every weekday. No, each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. We've, <laughs> go, we've, already, we've already got Mike thrown off his game. He they can't handle it. Life. He can't
2: handle the double Brits. <laughs> the double Brit
0: whammy. On YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roots and, of course, on podcast services all around the globe. Don't forget, we are now Epic Games Partners, which means you can support the team in a brand new way if you're buying games off the Epic Games Store. Upgrading your look in Fall Guys, Fortnite, or Rocket League, Make sure to use our epic creator code, kind of funny, at checkout. And talking about support, we always like to thank those who support us over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get all of our shows ad free. You can watch them live right now, or you can even become a Patreon producer, just like our Patreon producers for the month of October. Jedi Master Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Thank you both for your support. This week, the Kind of Funny X-Cast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Immersion Fragrances, But we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Jules? Sorry, I'm just. this is wild to see happen live. What a pro. What an the absolute thing. It's just like, pro. <laughs> he
2: nails that every fucking week. One good you Mike, we call him. I want one everybody to know that. I, I
0: have a lot of heroes in the gaming industry. A lot of them are live hosts, Naomi Kyle, Andrew, Renee, Greg Miller. These are people that I looked up to. I'm very lucky and fortunate to work with, of course, Paris Lilly. I got to meet you thanks to Greg Miller on the show here at Kind of Funny. So a lot of people who do the live hosting
2: gigs, I'm I'm having Miller. dinner with Naomi Kyle on Friday night in Las Vegas. Naomi
1: is one of the true gems of gaming. Without sure. us, yeah, yeah without yeah. us. <laughs> oh yeah. oh,
2: oh no, Vegas, I've forgot to invite Mike to Paris. Don't bring yeah,
1: yeah. Vegas. Yeah,
4: yeah. What <laughs> yeah. am I gonna
2: do? It's, it's, this is oh,
4: this is yeah. terrible. Wait,
1: is this actually? What oh this my is God, about? Uh-huh. is this like payback? It's yeah, like yeah, this, everyone else is coming and have a great time, but you guys—we're going well, to get a five. Make sure
3: you go to a proper steakhouse.
2: Yeah, no, we are. We are. We are. going to one of. We're going to one of. Not like outback shit that you went to. We're going to one of the best steakhouses in the country. It was a five star Michelin star restaurant we went to. It was a big deal. You went to a, you went to a, a Michelin star restaurant. Certified.
1: Sorry, did you say five star uh, Michelin well, it five star? star. You Michelin Michelin. there's no more than there's three as a Michelin, stars, Michelin right. five star. Right. Maximum is 3. Now. You don't know your this rating is, system yeah, look, for this, Michelin. This is
2: what you he's well out of his depth. Is it? This <laughs> Reign yourself in, Mike. Let's talk about Jules for a little bit before we get into the big news. Hoisted on your own
0: petard. Jules <laughs> if people don't know who you are, what do you do around the video game industry? Where can people find you? What kind of fun stuff have you been up to?
1: Uh, okay, so, like, yeah, like I'm a, a free... I basically work wherever, really. Um, so currently at the moment, I do the Gran Turismo Championships, which is super cool fun. We like get to travel around places and do these amazing epic uh, live shows, and I love sim racing. Just finished the Ferrari eSports series, which is a new one that's just come out. I also do Probably my funnest thing that I do at the moment is I do a kids' children's BBC... TV show called uh, Game on Grandparents, which is basically... I grew up on
2: Children's BBC, let me tell you. That's yeah. The shit, that's the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's the top quality kids entertainment. Gordon music. the
2: Gopher. That's what I remember.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Um, it's basically it's, it's an esports show where um, uh, the grandparents have to get trained by the grandchildren in a particular game, and then they have to compete on an esports stage. So it's kind of like... Uh, sort of like wholesome. Like the grandparents really want to like spend time with their grandkids, but then the grandkids are a bit like, you know, like don't worry, granddad. Like I love you even if you don't lose, but don't, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> just got everything, um, and I can actually announce now uh which is not information that's been out before um we've just been recommissioned for series two and three which if you've ever tried to get anything gaming off the ground in the uk you'll know it's literally a unicorn to happen so two sure. and three yeah
2: yeah i was yeah. on games master back in the day oh, there's games footage master. out there on youtube
1: yeah Gamesmaster, that went on baby Babyface gary
2: on games master back in okay. the 90s I, i'm sure production will find
0: a, a clip of that so we can look at baby face gary i,
1: I want to see Babyface gary oh
3: yeah parents oh, you had a question for jules Yes, I do, because, and actually, I should have asked Gary this a long time ago. The the few times I've been to the UK and I've asked this question, I'm, I'm told a certain thing, so I'm going to ask you two. Is Doctor Who considered children's programming?
1: Um, You would watch it, but all the children are terrified. Like, yeah, used so you used to hide behind the sofa. I'm very excited to see Gatwa. Like, I'm not a big Doctor Who fan, but Shuti Gatwa, I absolutely love from uh, sex education and I'm all for the new doctor now, definitely, actually. I think it was
2: always meant to be kind of for, for everyone. Like, it was always pretty good science fiction.
1: But it was terrifying. It there was some terrifying. terrifying. things happened in that. Because
2: back when you were a kid, you didn't, the wobbly sets and all of that didn't yeah. bother you. But like, were you scared of the Daleks?
1: Not really so much the Daleks, it was the other weird things. Wasn't there one that looked like a Bassett's Licorice sorts or something? I can't remember that I'm
2: one. Sure. no, I don't remember that. that, I, remember that. The, I remember the Cybermen, they yeah. were scary. Yeah. The Daleks were meant to be the most scary, but all you got to do is they run go up the stairs. just yeah. go upstairs. They were like, yes, oh, They you. fixed that later on. They Le- they levitate. made it so that Daleks could levitate <laughs> up the stairs, but <laughs> That used to be the joke. I never liked, Davros but, was scary.
1: Davros was very scary. He's like the leader of the lead, Daleks. He was the creator oh, okay. of the Daleks. Mm. But the Daleks basically had like a, uh, like a toilet plunger on the front. It was very hard to be scared. <laughs> I think it was literally a toilet <laughs> yes, plunger. Literally a to- yeah. I think, was the other one like a whisk or something? I don't know. It feels like it They haven't
2: a aged. I went back and watched, because I grew up with Tom Baker, the best doctor, but I, I oh. went back and watched some of them recently, and they, they don't age no. well, fr-
1: frankly. No. They don't. No. Yeah,
3: okay. I, I started, and, and I'm sorry to derail this into Doctor Who talk, but that's I had fine. to ask because, <laughs> because I started watching uh, during the Tenant era. Uh-huh. And that's when I got hooked on it. And then I, I had gone to the UK and I'm talking to people there and they're like, oh, that's for kids. And I'm like, wait, it is? Really? So I figured I'd ask. I wonder, because I imagine
2: there's been a lot of kids. It's, it has been interesting as a Brit to see Doctor Who blow up in this, you know, the, the last 10, years, 10 to 12 years, however long yeah. it's been since they rebooted it or continued it because um, it was never super popular over here. It was like people knew it, like super nerds knew it, but Doctor Who, most Americans didn't know what yeah, it was. Yeah. Now everybody knows. I wonder what yeah. the experience was like for Americans. in Paris, maybe you've, I don't know if you did this or not, but like after getting into David Tennant and Matt Smith and all and Christopher Eccleston and all the modern people, mm. if they went back to watch like Tom Baker and and like Patrick did. Trout and like yeah, and then go, oh, did. shit this what, is what, rough what, what was that a think? rough experience to you i did
3: and yeah uh, yeah the bakers yeah like you said very rough cuz god that would what late 60s 70s right yeah and 70s yeah it was not not good yeah tom Just baker was starting in
2: well. the 60s tom baker was in the 70s tom Baker's yeah. still the best doctor i'm not going to have an argument about that okay <laughs> okay,
1: okay we'll <laughs> keep it like <laughs> that day. Wait, <laughs> wait
2: gary what
0: was the name of the show again
2: are you trying to wind me up kevin yeah no, 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 the show no, of
0: the, the show you, you were on,
2: Game on. Masters.
1: Oh, oh Game, game yeah, Master, games
2: Master, all one word. Okay.
1: Yeah, they'll definitely be... If you do close. a
2: Google for Games Master, like Don't Gary Witter or something, it'll, it'll come up. Okay, we're going to find that. Production's on it right now. That was a good-looking kid. Congratulations in. on the show. That is <laughs>
4: awesome to
0: hear. Yeah, a lot cool. of fun over there. What other things have you been up to? I know you did a cyberpunk uh, oh, yeah. party recently. I
1: got to do, yeah, I got to do the cyberpunk um, UK launch, which was brilliant. So it was like a lot of people, everyone was dressed up like full like cosplay gear so it was kind of like you know we go to secret cinema and you're a bit like actually i don't want to watch the film because like i know the film that's why i paid like a hundred dollars for a ticket i don't need to watch it like i just kind of want to be in the universe it was kind of like being in the cyberpunk universe because everyone was dressed up they had all this like cool music like music from the game and then obviously i knew and a few people knew that idris elba was going to be turning up uh, i was jealous so that was kind of that was wild that was really yeah. the reaction everyone it was like wait sorry what like couldn't quite believe it um but it was really nice and i think you know for those guys they worked really really hard on like you know fixing it and getting it to a level they're really happy with so for them there were loads of the team there everyone was having drinks having a nice time yeah it was, it was really good fun yeah super cute you Love looked that.
0: great the outfit was dope
1: oh yeah that was fun too
0: paris had a great cyberpunk outfit
2: recently as well i commented on his sexy
1: and- oh yeah of course very really cool.
2: very cool yeah. i mean anything paris does is sexy it <laughs> is. He's got do, do,
1: do the voice go on do the sexy voice
2: He's doing it now, that's what he does. I'm
1: doing
3: the sexy voice. There
1: when it is. But, the see, it's different, it's an extra was... <laughs> level
2: of sexy. Yeah,
0: yeah. he turns it on, he turns it on. <laughs> let's talk, let's bring in Xbox now. Right. Tell me the last ho- uh, event you've hosted with Xbox. What kind of fun stuff have you done with Xbox
4: before? So
1: I used to do a lot of the Xbox Live, like so like Gamescom and like the E3 live shows, did them for kind of years. That was always, that was wild to like come from the UK and then see how Xbox does it, which is like, oh my God, there's like trucks of... Hundreds, of, well not hundreds, but like a lot of people. And a, 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 yeah, that, that was always really fun. You had like Major Nelson there. It was the first time I met Phil Spencer was kind of there. Um, so that was kind of nice. And I was always kind of amazed that they hired me, really, because I wasn't really like a salaried like member of staff or anything. But it was so fun to do them. I did them for quite a number of um, years, up until when we were supposed to work together, Paris. But it didn't happen because of stupid visa issues for that Gamescom. I know.
3: One. So can we I, can I meet... tell you a secret about that?
1: What, you got me fired?
3: Of course, no. no, 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 no. Because, like you said, we were supposed to do it, right? And I mm. knew it. You know, leading up to it, I was very intimidated. I was like, "Oh my God, she's like a professional. I'm gonna look like an ass on stage with her." Oh. were very professional. It, so,
1: no, you so maybe... absolutely smashed that. I don't know what you're talking about. It's totally fine. And I'm just who no, had the visa it's issues. Um, Basically, they didn't approve it until, like, quite close to the wire. And then I needed a temp visa. And because it was just after, like, a lot of the lockdown stuff, so, like, the U.S. Embassy had just kind of opened up, so basically everybody, like, wanted a visa. So we basically put in for the visa, and they were like, yeah, it's going to take this long. And it was like, well, that's, like, past the day. We would have met. Still haven't met. We would have met, like, this week. But, you know, someone has children. I know.
3: (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Rude. No, but we will after
0: this, though. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. You've done some incredible hosting gigs. I also want to talk about fitness with you because I know gaming and fitness, you have blended very, very well in a cool way. And I know that's something you're passionate about. Can you tell the audience what that's all about and what do you want to create out of that? Because I thought when you told it to me, I thought it was really cool.
1: So, um, it's an idea that I had for a really, really long time about. Um, well, first of all, I think like fitness should be really fun, uh, and it's not a lot of the time. Um, and I wanted to find a way of like blending uh, like video game characters and fitness together. So I came up with this thing called Game to Train, which kind of like in its original version was like taking like adventurer, assassin, knight, super soldier, and then making workouts because it's all different disciplines. So like if you were going to be those characters, you'd learn like these different things. You know, knight is more about kind of like endurance. You know, assassin, you've got to be like stealthy and like quick and far. Anyway. So I made all these kind of like workouts, and then when lockdown hit, I was doing uh, lives. Well, you know it was supposed to be like a few weeks, so I was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to do like five streams, whatever. That's fine." <laughs> and then it just got longer, and I think I went a bit mad like doing them like every day because they're quite hard. So I st- paused it for a bit, but then I let it sit for a while. But wanted to like come back to it because I was still like really passionate about it. I still think it's like a really good idea. So I've just literally relaunched uh, Game to Train, which is a YouTube channel. So I've got a 21-day uh, onboarding program to like get people into fitness, like if they want to do the workouts. Um, so I shot 21 bespoke videos, which in hindsight was a lot uh, and then now i'm just kind of like every week releasing like new videos so i've got like starfield workouts i've got three different starfield workouts i've got two dave the diver ones i've got an uh, uh, animal crossing one i've got like the main character ones as well so i'm just going to be kind of like seeding these out so it's not just about the games but i'll create moves So it's about kind of like reframing what those moves might be so if you do it so okay we were having this conversation before about burpees right no one wants to do burpees they're all awful like why would you do it what is the practical application of this so i have this one move which is a bit of an archer reference that's called suppressing fire so it's basically running on the spot and then i'll shout suppressing fire and you have to get flat down to the floor roll onto your back and then get back up again and run right So, like, it's half a burpee. What you're doing is half a burpee, but actually you can see, like, the practical application of doing it. Or even just little things like squat jumps, like, saying, like, he wants to do squat jumps. If you were, like, in a tomb and you've got to get over to that ledge or you're in The Last of Us and everything's all higgledy-piggledy and you need to get up there, you need to jump and grab, you're grabbing a ledge, right? So it's about... So when you do it mentally, you're thinking like, oh, this I'm actually getting better at jumping high to grab something. You can kind of see why you're like doing it, if that makes sense. And it is about that mental thing of switching it in your mind. Like this is actually going to make me better at doing these things, you know? Um, so I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I basically play video games with a notepad and I'm like, oh, this could be a move, or if I put these two things together, this is a bit like Nathan Drake, uh, and then this is what I do, and then I film them, and then I make, I just want it to be fun, so people do it, you know.
0: It sounds super fun. That's why I really gravitate to it, because I love Ring Fit Adventure. I love what they did. Yeah, yeah. I loved my Xbox One with the Kinect, because it I did the- It was so
1: good. It was such a good idea. I did
0: the Nike training, and Stupid I will never forget things. that. Because yeah. I did the Nike training, and Russell Wilson came on the screen, and he's like, lift those knees up. Go faster, go harder. And I was doing it and I was laughing and having fun. I always loved the idea of movement and gaming at the same time and how and you why shouldn't it should be gamified yeah. like i
1: think like connect was very much ahead of its time in that in that sense like that sort of gamification is brilliant you need to know that you need to be inspired to keep going and and to push harder and really honestly we were talking about this on the, the twitching before it doesn't really matter what you do when it comes to fitness you just need to find something that you don't hate and that you kind of enjoy yeah and do that like it doesn't matter if you do game to train it doesn't matter like what you choose is your thing you've just got to like doing it and not hate it, and just consistently do it, you know. And that people try to make things really complicated, and it's really not complicated. Just, d- just don't do something you hate the end. Oh my oh, god, they found it. First of all, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're yes, that. you're okay, okay, you're, you're a different right,
4: I found the
2: whole YouTube video, For, so we can oh, you it. found the whole episode? For all yeah. of the audio oh, listeners out there, we're currently watching This on would have YouTube. been 90, I, there is. 1991, this would have been. Oh, oh
1: my God, you have a baby
2: face. Oh, well, because I was yeah. a baby. I was 19 Gary years old. Wittes, oh, the oh, one. The one. I was the one. It. The one. He is the one. He's the oh, one. Oh, wow. There you go. So Look you can go find that. that on
0: YouTube, watch an old school Gary Were you Were you even born? I was born in 1990, so I was okay, there. Okay, so you
2: were a baby. Yeah, exactly. Literally, you were a baby in arms when wow. I was doing that. How old were you there? 19. 19? Yeah. How'd you get on that show? No, 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 19. What? How'd you get on that
0: show? How did you
1: find See your way out of Well, one, I was, yeah.
2: a, I, I mean, I started very young in the games industry. 15 years old. I got my first job on Jesus. Commodore User Magazine. Jesus. Wow. I was doing my, I was doing my uh, GCSEs in the morning. What? And when uh, and I reviewed video games in the afternoon. And straight out of school, got my first job as a staff riser on Commodore User. And then the one for 16-bit games. And when they started Games Master, they wanted games journalists to come in and re- wow. be on camera and review I the games. I had, the, I had well. the baby face, so, you know. You were in? The rest Get is him history. In. Obviously, it was wow. the start of a glittering TV career. Never stopped. Let's jump into the new
0: news right after Jules answers this final question. Oh, God. What's your favorite Xbox game? Since we're talking Xbox, what Xbox game makes you smile? Doesn't can't have to be Halo. your favorite.
1: Uh, can't say Halo. We
2: played uh, Halo today. Had a good time. I mean, Why does can't she like, say, hey, like, what if it is her favorite
3: Xbox I don't know. They're just but does, does it have
0: cool to be an, to an exclusive? <laughs> like, what are the rules to this? Whatever, whatever <laughs> that you've played on your Xbox console that made you smile, I want to know about it.
1: Oh, like, well, if, I, let's say most recently, obviously I'm still playing Starfield, but Cocoon. I'm oh, I hear, you. I hear you. good things about that. I'm in love that with game that. It's wild. Like, it's within, amazing. Yeah, within 20 minutes, I was like, it's so interesting how I'm using this mechanic. It's so interesting how I'm doing this thing. 100% this will be up for a I need to put Garry it on
3: my list. It's really good. Okay, and okay. it's on Game Pass too. And so, it's yeah. on Game Pass. On
0: best game value Pass. in gaming. Paris, do you echo those uh, thoughts oh, on
3: Cocoon as well? A- absolutely, Cocoon has quickly become one of my favorite games this year, and we know how insane this year has been. But it's easily the best puzzler you'll play, and it's, wow. it's beautiful. It's just it's just a beautiful Sweet. game. Yeah, I gotta very get Very calm, but there is that puzzle challenge to it that I, I love it. it. It's great.
1: It's just a really weird blend of like mechanical, yep. but like insects, mm-hmm. like which is, just seems like a really odd thing to kind of put together. like Not like Transformers Beatles or anything. I just mean like, I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain. Like the kind of, Yeah, Yeah, I got to
2: check it out. I keep hearing good things. Okay.
0: Put it on your list, everybody. Let's jump into the news because, of course, the Activision Blizzard King deal is finally done as of October 13th. The deal has gone through 20 long months since the announcement to close, which is very exciting. And, of course, We've all aged considerably. We've we've talked about it a lot. We have finally made it here. And my favorite part about this, reading that press release on Friday morning, was now we get to the exciting part. Yeah. Now we get to see what can this team do with these super talented developers and studios and all these IPs. Now it's in their hands. Let's see what they can cook up.
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, like, obviously, you guys have discussed it a, uh, a lot on here about, like, what, what that means and, like, when it's going to happen. But I think, you know, if, if you think about, like, the, the, um, the momentum that they had before that and how this was kind of like a dead stop, I think by the point, like, it got towards the end, I think Phil's probably, like, had enough. And it's just like, I would just, whatever you need me to do to get this over the line, I fucking had it with all... He, not quoting him directly, obviously. Had it with you guys. <laughs> like, I just want to get Behind out the of scenes, a bit you were. Get,
2: Huh? That's a behind the scenes. Probably, yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: sternly, aggressively worded emails flying around. But I think by that point, so yeah, I think there there would have been some kind of caveats that they've had to like sign off in terms of like what they can actually have. And obviously the thing with Ubisoft as well was obviously part of that. But I think by that point, you know, it's like like buying a house or something. And it gets so awful by the end and you've signed away all your money. You're like, you know what? Just take all my money. I just need this to be over. Yeah.
0: It is finally over after Thank 20 God. long months. <laughs> and, of course, we did have Big Phil appear on the official Xbox podcast oh, yeah. to say some words and talk with them. Really great episode. Please go check out Jeff and the team over there. Really well done. But we had some question marks. Of course, on mm. Friday, the deal was signed. Will we see something similar to Bethesda? where we celebrate some of the older back catalog and put games on day one on Game Pass? Mm. It was some question marks there. Turns out that's not going to happen. And so Phil definitely came out and cleared that up. He, of course, acknowledges Bethesda and was very happy to celebrate that. But due to the uncertainty and how long this regulatory process went on, they were not able to work with Activision Blizzard to get these titles ready to go day one. So we will not see them for quite some time. Of course, last week we did talk about the Activision tweet that said, hey, be prepared for Call of Duty and mm. Diablo, not till 2024. And Phil kind of echoed that. So it is interesting that I think we won't see these titles till 2024. Yeah. Phil, what do you think about that?
1: I don't, it must be so frustrating because I think, you know, when you're making that kind of deal, you're like, brilliant, we're going to do another Bethesda, right? And then we can get, it's going to be really cool. And then we going have all these games. Everyone's going to be like, you're amazing. Everyone knows what it. And then there's this like 20 months of just, oh my God, I just can't imagine how annoying that must be. Uh, and then having to make those kind of concessions as well, just to get it over the line, which is, yeah, you know, and, I, and I think, you know, that's obviously what's going to have to happen. They're going to have to, like, wait. I mean, it's going to come, and it will happen. It's just, you know, you want to kind of, hey, here's your comedy check. Give me all the games. Boom, yeah. game pass. I mean, that's what you would have loved. Like, ideal situation, that would be the dream, because it's what they did before. But, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. The UK, eh? All of their laws.
2: I know. We're so, we are always stick in the mud, spoiling everyone Aren't else. It's fun. We, talk, we, we <laughs> talked, didn't we, last week, about how we thought that they would announce it. Would there be a big content drop? Would they do A splashy video? Would it just be a press release? And I think they just have a nap. In the end, it was somewhere kind of in between, right? Yeah, it was. you know. So Phil did a nice little video. There was a trailer that he clearly had cut and ready to go, a pre-cut trailer that showcased all of the things that they now own. Um, Phil did a little, a a little fireside chat kind of thing talking about it. Um, But no, you know, George is right. It it is like buying a house. Like you think there's always one more piece of paper to sign. You think you're done, but you're not. Um, And so they've still got to cross those. And dot those eyes, but like, look, 24, 20, 2024 is just around the corner at this point, and oh. it's not like there ain't a lot of games to play yeah, in the meantime. I'm
1: literally going to say the same thing. Why do you want any more games? How have you <laughs> yeah, finished the last the ones thing that we need right now? Is that, trust me, I'm good. I'm good. No more games? Yeah, I'm done. I'm full. I no don't more need games it. right now, please. Yeah,
3: Paris. Yeah, I think what everyone said so far was pretty spot on. But the thing that I took the most out of what Phil said on the on the official Xbox podcast is the fact that I guess even as we're recording this right now they're over in Europe visiting um what what was it king and uh, he's going to come to Southern California and, and visit with with Activision as well. But talking to the teams at Activision and finding out what they're passionate about doing and basically any Xbox owned IP is up for grabs as far as that goes um, <clears throat> is exciting. And, I, you know, I jokingly I'm, I'm always going to put like a Banjo-Kazooie tweet out when I hear stuff like that. So I jokingly put one out today. But it's that possibility now that. Because What is Xbox Game Studios now? It's 30 plus studios at this point, right? You have all these studios out there. You have all these, these talented teams. And if Phil is really giving them the opportunity to go chase a passion project, obviously within reason, but chasing a passion project, that's actually pretty exciting. And I think he said it best on, on the podcast that you don't want to mandate a team to do something that they don't want to do. You'll get the best out of a team if they're doing something they're passionate about doing. So as we go into 2024, that'll be interesting to see if we Hmm. get any kind of major announcements or anything about some new IPs or some new projects from some of these studios, because I would imagine either they're probably going to wait all the way until L.A. in June, whatever we're calling that now. Okay. Or maybe they do do another developer direct and start spotlighting some of these Activision studios and things that they're working on. I, I think that would be a great opportunity. But you know, as, as crazy as 2023 has been, I think 2024 now is a huge opportunity for Xbox with with all these IPs that they have, <clears throat> excuse me, the ones that will be coming in the Game Pass and then obviously any new announcements that potentially could Come out of this acquisition as well.
2: Plus, let's not forget, no more Bobby Kotick.
3: Oh yeah, that's a well, big one. Yeah, not that's a shock.
1: The dream. Yeah. It basically, yeah, yeah. That. I mean, because also as well, like I think Phil, like out of you know, obviously I've met a lot of different people in games, but he is, you know, he is everything he said he's going to do. He always kind of does. You ever seen? Have you ever seen him like work a room? You ever seen him like walk around a room and talk to
2: people? Um, who was it? Who saw? Oh, my friend Adam. Uh, was at GDC last year, and yeah. he was in the he was in the room with Phil, and he said. There were, a, there were a bunch of like students like you know the next yeah. class you know they yeah. you know they do that thing where they mentor them and yeah. stuff he said phil made the time to go and talk to every he, single one of them and he made them all feel like loyalty. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah he talks to everyone like game awards not the last one because it wasn't that one but the one before you can just watch him going around talking to everyone oh actually wait i've got a story. when we did um 19 we did it in in london right at the copper box arena and my parents have never been able to see me do my job because i'm usually like away so they very graciously let my parents come along to like watch the show you know i said to my my dad i was like you know what this show's about? He's like, trying to sell some games. And I was like, yeah, actually, that's accurate. (laughs) But basically, so Phil came over and was like, this is your dad? And like came and talked to my dad for like 20 minutes before my dad can be really, really boring, like really boring. Uh, And then after the show, he spoke to him for like another 25 minutes. But I don't know. and I'm sure my dad, by this point, had told the same story about eight times. We spoke to him for ages. And so afterwards, I saw my dad. I said, oh, did you enjoy speaking to Phil Spencer? You know, head of Xbox. He was like, was he the Scottish guy? (laughs) He was like, thought it was graham boyd i was like (laughs) but like to be fair phil like that's that's sweet he doesn't have to he doesn't have to do that and i think you know after everything that happened before with like don matrick and all that kind of stuff like he i mean he had a he had a lot to fix a lot to fix you know and i think xbox now is acutely aware of how actually all you know the years of good things can switch on a dime i mean that one interview One interview and a lot of faith went right out the window. And I think since that point, they have always been aware of that, you know, and always been respectful towards the gamers and trying to give them, like, the best deal because they know that that's what they're there for. They're providing that service. Anyway, ran over.
0: No, totally. It's very exciting of... You know, the uncertainty that Activision Blizzard King employees had over these past 20 months of where is this going to go? When will this land? And now Phil's able to come in. And I love, like Paris brought up, right, the mantra of we're going to empower them to create the games they want to create. Right? Yeah. I want a team that's passionate, creating the game that they love. And I'm not going to tell them go make another Halo or anything like that. So it'll be very interesting to see.
1: Um, did you ever read um, um, Jay McConnell's book, Reality is Broken? Did you ever no. read that? Okay, so like it's yeah. basically. Did, did you read it? No, no, no. Okay, so it's basically about how like like real life is rubbish, video games are great. Maybe we should take things from video games and put them into real life to make it better. And it was talking about this school in New York that used like game structure to like do its classes and stuff. And obviously, like the the primary thing of it, there is a reason why I'm saying this. The primary reason of this is that you know um, kids can kind of opt into what things they want to do to learn. And it's that thing of like okay so say you played starfield imagine if you had to do all the missions to complete the game it would be a horrific torturous game that everyone hated right because there's something about choice there's something about choosing to do something that you approach it in a different way uh, you either learn better or you do the job better because you're like i want to do this so actually having that strategy makes the most sense it actually means that people are going to work harder because they're passionate about like the thing that they're doing also i do recommend that book it's really good
0: write that down yeah. He also spoke about Call of Duty, of course, Call of Duty being one of the biggest titles in this deal right there. He wanted to stress to PlayStation players and future Nintendo players, once that does happen, that you will get 100% of the, you know, parody. You're a part of the community. You know, I think Xbox fans definitely understand the, hey, we're the last beta weekend to happen. Oh, I don't have spec ops. Oh, I don't have
2: certain guns. PlayStation skins. spent a
1: long time being really like, yim, 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 uh-huh. limited PlayStation has enjoyed that. They have really enjoyed that. They ate
2: on the Well, that. the shoe's on the other foot now, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I know. Uh-huh. All
1: the things that everyone's complaining about Xbox, it's like, you guys moaned about all of these things, or like, oh, Xbox doesn't have any games, and they go out and buy loads of stuff, and they're like, no, you got too many games. It's like, you, you what? <laughs> <laughs> you made this happen. You Do realize you made this happen with all of your talking?
2: This is that's why we stay above all the tribalism here on the Xcast. Oh yeah. we do. So we do. We do our best. We we, we take the <laughs> Phil Spencer kumbaya approach. You know, we love, ga- we love games. We love all gamers. We love the game. Apart from Kingdom Hearts fans, they can go fuck themselves. Oh, whoa, okay,
1: Gary. <laughs> I mean, that's not a hill that I would die. But...
2: What do you got, Paris? Oh, <laughs> so the interesting. I'm going to thing regret out. that one.
1: Yeah, you are. You're really going to regret
2: one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Remember when we said Paris and no one gives a shit about Killer Instinct? Oh, well, he learned a lesson. Oh, oh wow. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, sti- we're still we're still.
3: Paying that one off. I'm about to say, it, it comes up no matter where I go now. Someone brings that up every time. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. And I always blame you. I go, it wasn't me. Gary's the one that said that. I just agreed. Don't blame me.
1: Well, you're complicit, Paris. <laughs>
3: you're complicit.
1: So there you go.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> no, but what I, I was going to say about Call of Duty was, so, so the other interesting thing that I took out of him saying that, first of all, great. Just... Parity across the board no matter the platform that's good for gamers no one just go play where you want you don't have to worry about exclusivity deals time deals any of that stuff but the thing that took out of that that also seems to me that whatever agreement they already had with playstation that activision had with playstation maybe that's out the window now so because before there was rumors that potentially it might be 2025 or later that you're still gonna see some of this stuff, but maybe not now, which again is good. I as much as everyone plays Call of Duty, likes playing Call of Duty, it's the number one game every year, just make it fair across the board. Whether on PlayStation,
1: yeah,
3: it's gonna come to Switch, Xbox, PC, etc., you know, the freaking vet tracks, wherever else Phil decides to put it, but just make it parody across the board. So I was I was very happy to hear that.
1: I mean, I don't know a lot about like contracts and stuff like that. But could you like, if there was a contract, could you effectively just buy your way out of the end of a contract?
3: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's always like
2: get-out clauses and loopholes and mm-hmm. things. Well, I mean, who knows? But I mean, I I I, I think you will see more parity. But again, we talked before about how like PlayStation's always had a little bit at the edge with the exclusive content and DLC and like timed windows on Spec Ops mode and stuff. I think that I I think you're just going to see that flip over to the Xbox
3: side.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's fair enough. You know.
3: Yeah, I'll be really excited. No, I mean, but, but he said, but he said yeah. they weren't doing that. that that's, that's what he was saying in that interview. Well, they're not now. Going to well, it remains, I mean,
2: remains to be seen. I, I
1: mean, not right this minute. But I, think, don't know. I
2: think they probably said a lot of stuff to get that deal through and uh, closed that they might not necessarily be 100% beholden to after the fact. Yeah. Well, he sounds well, like he I, wants I, to I make
0: it 100% even across he, the board. Yeah, okay. but I personally think
3: the fact that Call of Duty at this point is cross play anyways, doesn't really matter. Just go play where you want. Who, who cares? I don't think the fact that they own the entire IP at this point, they're getting the benefit of the sales no matter where anyone plays, be it PlayStation, Xbox or, or wherever. So I don't think you really need to do it.
1: Oh my God! Imagine point. if they changed like the stats ever so slightly for PlayStation. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, <laughs> like every gun's a bit less. I good. guess.
2: I, I guess the, the the obvious one would be there are a non-trivial number of hardcore Call of Duty players out there who want to have the best experience. Right now, many of them are probably on PlayStation. Mm. If it turns out that now the best experience is going to be on Xbox because you get timed exclus- exclusively on certain modes or whatever,
3: maybe some of those people go buy Xboxes. I I would guess Gary and I I guess we disagree on this one because I I I don't think they should do that whereas it's Game Pass that would be the differentiator right there that would be the incentive you don't have to go spend seventy bucks to play it every year just subscribe on Game Pass right
2: yeah I mean there, there, yeah. there, there may be any number of reasons why it becomes the preferred platform well we'll have to wait and see
3: yeah
0: uh, Phil of course. Talked about spending time with the teams, going across the pond to go see the King team. Mobile will be a big thing. See the King. <laughs> we of course, right, be I, Charles. I would love to, would love to see
1: Charles. Phil Spencer. No, meet I just, Charles. I still want to get Phil Spencer and Phil Spencer in a room. I tried to do that for Xo19. Who's the other Phil oh, Spencer? Oh, Phil Spencer. Do you remember location, location, location? The team. Oh, that show. guy. Okay. Yeah, that was our Phil Spencer. Wow. And when they did Xo19, I was like, please, can we bring him out when we say this is Phil Spencer? And there like, was no. a
2: period when I was trying to get the two Will Smiths together as well, and that never worked out. I came pretty close at one point. See, you got see, yeah, together right Vibes. there.
0: Vibes. Uh, of course, spoke about spending time with the teams. Very excited to go see them now that the deal is done. Talked about some old IPs and going back to the treasure trove, they called it. He said the team has done an okay job at Xbox, but not an A-plus job looking for franchises or looking at their franchises and revisiting them. He hopes with Game Pass, they might have the ability to pick a couple franchises every year and almost do a, quote, revisited.
3: Banjo-Kazooie! But we'll see what that Just what saying. he can do.
0: Uh, he gave a massive shout-out to the team, of course, with Quake 2 Remastered. There is a large lineage of Old Xbox IPs that are still saying dormant, and now Activision, Blizzard, King games, Guitar Hero, Jules, are you into that? What, what you would you like what? to see? How would I that had...
2: work though? You're going to go to like good, the Goodwill store and buy the guitar that you gave them ten get fancier, years ago? We get fancy, fancier, fancy, fancy now. ones now. Yeah,
1: think, but ones. like the, that heyday of Guitar Hero, that was one of like the best times in gaming. Like everyone used to come back to the flat, you'd stay up late, and I feel like that's still kind of. I think we would still maybe quite like that. I think I could I could go back to that point now and like like get a bunch of friends around to do that because it was it was just the funnest i mean apart from when it went kind of like rock band where you were actually drumming which sort of took all the fun out of it but um yeah that was there was some good used time to have so
2: many of those stupid plastic instruments so
1: many yeah yeah it was yeah. a
2: special time back then and it then the, ti- the time the really time came cool. when they all had to go yeah, yeah. Of course. it was over it, but they, they weren't special times I used, okay. like I used to like Karaoke oh. Revolution because I used to like singing. Oh, man. Remember DJ Hero? Oh, my goodness. I never got the, the decks. Was that any good, it DJ Hero? It was so
1: good. Like, every single good person time. I ever got to play this game who weren't like massive gamers afterwards was like, you know what? What do you think I could become a DJ? Like, like you're like this is so nice. I not have the whole soundtrack of of on my
2: phone because I liked all the mashups yeah. they did. Oh, I never, okay. Yeah, I never felt I never I never really wanted to play the it game. Was,
1: it was very fun. Yeah. It's quite simple, but it's very fun. Give a quick so, shout-out
0: to a game that made me want to be a DJ for a little bit. Fuser. Had a show. Oh, life. I love Fuser. But Fuser was very cool. Oh, that was a recent one yeah. that yeah. let you mash up all Fuser, the time. Fuser, you could do some stuff. really cool special. stuff. Yeah.
3: Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay. So oh, you okay. want to hear
3: something crazy with DJ Hero. So this had to be E3, maybe it was 2009 might have been 08 but maybe 2009 but whenever DJ Hero was out Activision was throwing around so much money back then with, with their, all their Guitar Hero stuff that they had a concert where it was Jay-Z, Eminem oh my god who else but Jay-Z and Eminem what? were the headliners and like all the LA celebrities were there, Kim Kardashian was there before she was Kim Kardashian just randomly walking around a bunch Pulling of LA Lakers Paris were Hilton. there yeah, wow. yeah, Paris, yeah, Paris Hilton was 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 the big deal back then. But yeah, that was insane. And um Danny and I didn't get invited, and we snuck in because that's what we did back then. It was awesome. Loved it. He's got yeah. some great stories with Danny. Oh, the two really. of them all over the place.
1: Mm, yeah, they do have some wild parties back in the day. I hope that comes back. Yeah. That's crazy. A
0: lot of special IPs. Is there any near and dear to your guys' hearts that you want to see back? I know Phil talks yeah. about Hexen. We've talked about Fusion Frenzy many of times. Banjo from Paris. I mean, people want to see prototype. You look over yeah. on the opposite side, That'd you awesome. see a big superhero craze. In Spider-Man, you have prototype. It's not a Marvel you know, yeah. or DC property, but you kind of get that superhero fantasy feel
2: right there. could be special. One thing, if you want to go really, really old school, one thing that often gets forgotten about is that Activision itself owns lots of different sub-brands and acquisitions over the years, and now they all fall under the Xbox, Microsoft umbrella. Activision owns the entire Infocom catalog. Now, that's truly old school. I don't, I don't know how they would even, like, bring those back because they're basically text adventures. Oh, but, wow, like, okay. plug a keyboard into your Xbox and play, like, some of the greatest uh works of interactive fiction ever written. Okay. Oh, my God. So many great games.
4: You
0: think you yeah. could reboot that now, Gary?
2: I mean, I don't know how. Think- again, they were text adventures, so what yeah. can you really do? But it might be nice. To, I, they've done this in the past, Lost Treasures of Infocom and so forth. Put them all in a package, like 40 games or whatever. Um, put that on Game Pass. Plug a USB keyboard or a wireless keyboard into your Xbox. Sample a okay. little gaming history. That could be fun.
1: A little bit of gaming history. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. See, now I can't remember anything that's ever happened ever. I told you this was happen if I didn't write this <laughs> oh, of down. Of course. That's why we brought I was like, I, I didn't that call that my list. No, tell me some things. But oh. I mean,
2: again, you can go all the way back to like... Singularity. Early, early oh. Activision, like River Raid and Pitfall. Activision owns... Oh, all oh. of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah Microsoft yeah. owns it now. Wow. Want to see Crash Bandicoot? I definitely want to see...
0: Warcraft, but I, StarCraft first. I want to see a lot of StarCraft love. Yeah. I would love to see the team somehow get behind Heroes of the Storm. I think that was a very well-done MOBA. It was a more welcoming MOBA mm. than uh, League and Dota Didn't at the Blizzard time. basically write that one off? They did. They did, unfortunately. Uh, I think it's still live, but it is not the same as it once was, not receiving the content. Mm. So I think Blizzard has a lot of cool stuff that I know and love. I think Diablo is at the height right now, and there's no question that we will get – Much more Diablo down the way, but that's pretty rad as well. Yeah.
1: But
3: then I can I go on the record and say Singularity. It was a first person shooter. I want to say it was around 2010 or so. And you could, it was like time displacement. You would go from like one period of time to the other. So there was like some puzzle elements in there as well. Really good. Did obviously wasn't that successful. There wasn't a a sequel to it. But those are the kind of IPs I would love to see them revisit, so to speak. Let's
0: talk
4: about mobile with Jules, <laughs> right after a word from our sponsors. This episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set Boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kinda Funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Kinda Funny Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny.
0: All right, everyone. Welcome back. Of course, there's a big mobile focus as a part of this deal. Many say King was the jewel of this ABK deal. Not me. Not me, of course. But many people say that, of course, King and the mobile focus was the big one as Phil Spencer has spoken many times about mobile and reaching a larger player base. He shared just kind of the excitement of working with the people over at King and learning from that was the big takeaway for me was Mm. he's eager to go over there and learn from them about how they became successful. Exactly. How do you turn something and make it so special? I think that's going to be pretty cool in the future.
1: I mean, yeah, first of all, obviously like brilliant and obviously it makes sense to kind of have that uh, that knowledge and that understanding because, you know, obviously mobile is like huge. But then if you think about like what was the thing that, uh, this week about like um, Netflix wanting to do kind of like more games and stuff yeah. like that and what that could mean for like transferring things over. So maybe you're going to be keeping like one eye on what happens with like Netflix taking those kind of properties and making them because like the games on Netflix are going to be like, you know, they're not going to be like crazy big, you know, triple A titles or anything like that. Um, but then, yeah, what's to say in the future after you don't assimilate that? There isn't more like better, you know, uh, transfers of like games that we already have onto mobile as a way of like pulling new people in or doing kind of offshoot stuff like that. But
0: I, I think yeah. we're seeing that right now. Like yeah. you said, you brought up Netflix, who is looking to try to license Grand Theft Auto from Rockstar. Put a big title on there. Yeah. They have Big Joe Staten. We talked about from, yeah. of course, 343 and, you know, Halo and Master Chief. I mean, uh, the, there's,
2: yeah. there's really no reason why Netflix can't do the big AAA games. I mean, there's no, no reason why Netflix yeah. can't function in the same way that Stadia or Luna, do, yeah,
4: do, yeah, 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 you know,
2: yeah. it's, they've got the architecture, you know, that whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's often kind of hardware dependent. It depends on what streaming box mm-hmm. you're using. Some are more powerful than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I there's no, I can foresee a future quite easily where Netflix has like a massive game oh, sure. selection yeah, of like yeah. big AAA games titles that you uh, get. In, as I you, think we're at the moment of that. Series, yeah, right?
0: it's, it's going to happen. They have night school studio as well. Like they are bringing in teams to make games for them. Yeah. And of course, Xbox is very aware of that. I'm sure Microsoft knows. We talked about Google. We've talked about Amazon that, hey, it's not just Sony and Nintendo. There's much more. There's bigger players in this. And Xbox, Microsoft need to get a foothold in this before others jump in and maybe take the sp- space. This
2: reminds me something. I, I Parents, I almost texted you this week. I thought, oh, I'll just tell them about it on the show. So I'm going to do it now. I got a new Samsung T V for the bedroom on a Prime Day deal. Oh. Yeah. I didn't he know knows where I'm going. It's like, oh shit, this thing's got the Xbox app on it. You can I can yeah. do the cloud gaming.
1: Oh, it's built amazing. right into the yes. into yeah, the yeah, Samsung yeah. That's TV. Amazing.
3: Super cool. Paired That's my
2: controller awesome. with it. It's all good. Yeah,
3: yeah, it works. It works great. I, love I've, it. I played Starfield on it. Matter of fact, I was doing cocoon really? on it as well. Wow. Yeah, it worked, worked So fine. it's
2: interesting because we have a Series S in the bedroom,
3: right? Like a local
2: box that's plugged into the TV. Yeah. But if you're and we've got, a, but I've got a wired connect. The, the the TV's hooked up to Ethernet, so like yeah, good data. Yeah. Like I might I might actually be better off streaming the game. Wow. Ser, streaming the Series X version than playing it on the local Series S hardware.
1: I'm excited about having less cabling in my house. That's the main drive <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me. No matter how tidy I make it it is just a hot mess. oh
2: i Especially did, a lot.
1: I, Ethernet, every I did day. a
2: lot of cable management <laughs> the last Gary couple of weeks that well I, right I, yeah i'll give you some good new tips PCs, a brand new pc but there was a management. lot of wires and i sorted it all out oh it i think you do it now. like but
1: i just I, back around the back of the tv it's like impossible to get it neat like yeah. i got one of those things that's supposed to hold was, stuff and it's just chaos i was it's literally under chaos. my
2: desk with one of those
1: i want the headlamps
2: yeah the little the little the little headband with the with the flashlight on it yeah, brilliant.
1: I'm happy with my life choices right I pret- now. I, I, mean,
2: I, I got through it by pretending I was in Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, That's Gary. How do you do cables? I've, I've, I've got to manage these cables <laughs> within 30 seconds or Tom Cruise is going to die. Uh, wow. Of course, mobile
0: is the big focus here with Xbox and Team Microsoft. It's also interesting... Apple. We just saw the new announcement of the phones. Now being able to play console-like video games on your Apple phone.
2: I mean, I that's mean, been I true mean, for a while. I mean, that's get really hot. Yeah, that's yeah. been that's Everybody been true for a while. On on this. The, 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 yeah. the iPhones have been legit but gaming But every time you go on good. the
1: tube, do you see anyone playing any good games? No, it's, no, like, you never it's all see the them. same rubbish. Yeah, they
2: always. But the thing yeah. is, they always show like, oh, here's like a, some Forza like racer. You yeah. right. I never see people playing those. They're always playing. Like it's candy a candy crush, crush or whatever. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's always stuff like that. But it's a bit, every time I go on to, like, the Apple store, it's always the same, like, reskin, kind of reverse. I'm never on there thinking, like, oh, wow, that's new. Yeah. It's literally the same thing all the time. Do you remember when, like the, room, like, the room unlocked or the room whatever came out, and then suddenly you are like, oh, my God, actually, this is quite interesting, a game? Like, yeah, that doesn't happen that often.
2: There's some good games. Go- Apple Arcade is where you got to go to find the good stuff because they curate yeah. it really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, of course, Microsoft wants
0: to make a big play into mobile. Let's talk about... A team within Microsoft 343 making some big noise this week because oh, wow. we have a brand new update for Halo Infinite Season Five. <laughs> I is know now nothing out. about it. We played a little no, bit. of I didn't. It don't Paris. know what it is. What's Halo? Before I go into the details, <laughs> is Halo back, Paris?
3: It's, I think it's back. I really, I really do. I think it's back. I think. What they've done with Season Five, especially on the Forge side, and adding in that campaign AI and just letting creators go nuts with with infinite possibilities. See the pun I did there. but yeah, it's it's great. I've been playing those those two new maps. and yes. bro, i'm just I'm just having a blast. it It feels very it's tuned correctly. Weapons feel good. I'm I'm not the greatest PvP player in the world, but I'm having fun. It's that's fun. all. That's all that matters. So yeah, it, this oh, is great.
2: If there weren't so many other games right now, I would get back into it. Yeah. You remember when Halo Infinite first came out? I was all the way you in. Loved it, Gary. I know you loved it. Yeah, it's Maybe, great. It sounds great. like now's the time to come back. I, I you think it's time. Yeah. I think
3: it's time, Gary. It's, it's time to jump back in.
0: I think it's yeah. time to jump back in. I think this is where Halo. Wanted to be this way. Halo like needed to be, out, right? Yeah. Like this is, this is Halo's first step of where we wanted to be, right? Of course, the season details for you. If you don't know quite yet, of course, title of reckoning, you will have a 50 tier premium battle pass instead of a hundred. We talked about this a little bit last week since they have now merged all of the items and cosmetics into all the cores. Now we can kind of streamline the battle pass. So the streamlined battle pass will just be 50 premium tiers. You'll have featured armor spotlighting The Flood for an awesome theme. So if you want cool weapon skins with the Flood, if you want a uh, character that has Flood armor, you can check that out. You have the big Forge uh, update, adding PVE with AI, UNSC, Banished, and Forerunner uh, people in there, which is pretty dope. Two brand new arena maps, Forbidden and Prism, which we got to play today. And I'll tell you what, I really like Prism. That's got all the pink crystals in the around. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was so fun,
1: although I did walk off one of the bridges at the very very <laughs> start and fall into a chasm and die, but that was pretty much. Yeah, like you times. know that one on the left hand side. I just went. Yeah, roo yeah. Roo, oh death. Yeah. Um, that was really really fun. I do think that AI thing is like super wild. How you can like uh, kind of totally like cater it to like yeah. what you want, whether they're for or against, and then match it depending on like like what's going on in your lobby and stuff like that. Oh, like,
2: you knew nothing about it. I don't know anything about it. Sounds like you know a lot about it to me. <laughs>
0: it it is going to be very cool because of course as many of you know there's now the custom game browser forge is out and it has been taken a lot by the community the community's built a lot now adding in ai to this to make maybe single player vibes or maybe firefight type vibes will be really really special to have the community at the focus of it helping 343 along the way to add more content for all of you but i will say Having the custom game browser is a giant win, right? Being able to see everybody else's creations, play theirs, host mm-hmm. your own custom games with their map creations or game modes. It's a big deal. It's really special. Some Some so weird. they've yeah, successfully really righted the weird.
2: ship, have they? Uh, they.
0: This is the best that Halo's been since launch. This okay. is the moment right now. Uh, Player yeah, base seems agree. to be growing a little bit, which is a positive we talked about that, right? First impressions matter. That first impression was stellar. Then after that, it fell off. They haven't been able to get back on. But you can see there is a slight increase right now. And I think if more people talk about it, more people spend a Friday night playing it with their friends, it'll be a big deal here soon enough. So,
3: so can we? Can I make a, a public uh, request? Ask oh, right now. Um, yeah. Because you mentioned Firefight. So the the there's nine maps that will be coming for for Firefight mode. Um, in here, and I think two of them were actually made made in Forge. But uh, yeah, that I think when that gets ready to roll out, it'd be awesome to get 343 on the show. Oh. And kind of talk about that because then they'll have some time in season five, they'll be able to kind of reflect on what the community has been talking about and then obviously hype up this firefight mode that's coming. Cause I, I just think it's awesome with, with the combat AI now that you know, you could theoretically make full on campaign missions in the game now the community can along with other firefight maps and things like that so it's pretty exciting man i, I really think as we get into 2024 and people the community gets more time you know with, with forge and with this this uh campaign ai we're gonna see some really cool stuff come out of this i'm very excited for
2: Well, it. I'm, gl- I'm glad they've got it to a good place again because it was rough there for a while mm. yeah
1: yeah, and also just let people be weird. People come up with the best exactly. ideas, weirdest oh. stuff. Like we were yeah. playing
2: the
0: Minecraft Duck Hunt okay, level, the, the, which the was Minecraft blast.
1: was super weird. The yeah. Walmart one that was also Walmart. really yeah, uh-huh. weird in a giant Walmart
2: store. The Walmart was cool. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that. Like, yeah. We Have you went to the, the water, water
1: park? park one. Oh, the water park was weird. but I couldn't find anyone in the water park. I was just wandering around, <laughs> thinking it's it was so like big. some
3: backroom stuff. I don't know. What did you say, Paris? No, I'm saying, did you see the There's the Forge map where someone recreated an entire Waffle House. Oh, yes, I saw that too. We tried yeah. to load that. It didn't load
2: properly, uh, but yeah,
3: okay. I did try to get us in. there.
2: Perfect that. map for Halo as well because, you know, it's always kicking off at the Waffle House.
1: <laughs> yeah, Renowned Master Chief, where's my syrup?
2: <laughs> of course,
0: later in Season 5, there will be Firefight King of the Hill coming your way, so make sure to keep an eye out for that one. Right now you have a new mode extraction that is from Halo 4. If you're a big Halo 4 fan, they've updated the Bandit Rifle with the Bandit Rifle Evo, so keep an eye out for sure, that I one. I might have to try. I might have to reinstall it. You know it's what? Really we'll be fun. playing tonight. Like, really right. fun. Come join in. Let's do it. Have some fun. And, of course, to celebrate all things Halo and the Halo birthday, <laughs> you will have Master Chief's Mark V armor from the classic, of course, Halo Combat Evolved. Oh, wow. And it looks old school, and it's beautiful. So, I'm very excited about that. But, Paris, people are a little torn on this yeah. one. Yeah.
3: That's what I was going to bring up, because you have to buy it. You can't just earn it by uh, playing the game. Yes. Which, I'm twofold on that one. I kind of get it, because it's going to be highly coveted, so people are definitely going to be more inclined and want to go spend the money to to go get it. But at the same time, it's the classic suit. You you almost would think, hey, let me earn that in the game. So you have to buy it? it.
1: How much is it? Is it spenny? How much is it?
3: I don't don't know, know, because I'm a cheapskate, and I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, it'll be anywhere
0: from
2: 10 to 20. Really? I always I also think this is so kind of, very high. I was like, sure. I'll, I'll I'll never pay for this stuff and I'll tell you it's I'll tell you why. Not because I have like a moral objection to it, although I do. It's also just that like if I if I have to earn that through grinding and being good at the game, yeah. when I step out on into the arena it wearing it, people something. are like, Oh, this guy must be legit. Yeah, yeah. If I bought it, someone's like, Oh well, you're you 10 bought bucks. It. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's if not it's impressive to find
1: Anything this you're thing. just gonna be shot at walls. Yeah, so people are exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Why you can, did you spend ten dollars yeah, on this? Yeah, kill the whale. Yeah.
2: Well, Gary,
0: if you're interested and earning things and then possibly buying things. The Halo Gear Rewards is for you because Halo Gear Rewards returns season five with a very special UNSC backpack. So you have to get to level 50 on your battle pass. Okay. You'll then receive a special code that you can use in the Halo shop by the special level 50 only
2: backpack.
1: All right, that's cool. I yeah. like that. I, I think, think it's I kind think of rad. Cool, Why
2: don't they just give you the backpack? Why have I got to go use a code? Because they well,
1: want you to. You still have to pay for. You it. You
2: have to buy it still. You and I have to buy it still. But it's we not get not the like
1: code because
0: we've earned the right to buy the buy the backpack. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of similar to like Destiny, if you
2: completed. So the it's special a combination raid. of grinding and paying money. It's yeah, cool. like I paid yeah. for yeah. this, but I also yeah. had to earn the right yeah. to buy it. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. This is it. But then it means that, you know, if you see Oh, wait, no, it's an an actual real yeah. yeah, 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 Okay, all right. I thought it was like some in game shit. No, 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 no. Oh, that's Um, cool. So that actually
1: means, like, if you see someone out in public, you're like, Mm -hmm. that's my guy.
2: How much is that?
0: Uh, No price point in front of me right here. But it's like, what are we going to get? What do you think? $100. All right,
2: price is right. Closest with that. Let's let's $100. 100 A Yeah. How much pairs?
0: 80 80 Oh that's so 80 100 You guys are way too low from someone who buys way too much that
2: that's 150 <laughs> yeah. From someone
1: who wastes a whole bunch of money on a whole bunch of crap <laughs> You would know how Buy stupid yourself. expensive things are Yeah Mike's are. the expert on <laughs> spending <laughs> money that that on was, point of shit That's barely <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go
2: 150 I, like I agree that. with okay. Mike I think it's yeah. more the top that's end a 150 Well, what is it Are we going to get an answer Put it in your cart uh, Put it in, in your cart We will find
0: we will find it we will we will find the price tag for you here uh, but, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. Season five, this is where Halo should be. This is yep. the right spot. If you're looking to jump in for some friends, now's the time. Halo is, I'm having fun with it, which is a big positive to say. I am a little disappointed. We're talking about Halo Infinite as a platform. Mm. we talk about seeing the future. And I'm glad that 343 is now right at the ship. And we're kind of where mm. we should be. But I am a little disappointed. No campaign story DLC. Like, I know we really got right. backed up. Well, they with said the, course, already they're not going to continue with that, right? But, like, ugh, come on.
1: It's I really enjoyed the campaign. Yeah, I yeah, love really the campaign all the time. I really enjoyed the campaign. I really, I really enjoyed the campaign.
0: <laughs> I am surprised that we, you know, yeah. didn't continue that or try.
2: We're years I out. I kind of see if you've got a certain number of developers and it costs a certain amount of money to have them working for a certain amount of time to build content. Priorities. You know, it's it, it, do you want do you want to spend that time building something that people are going to play for ten hours and never play again because yeah, it's yeah. A campaign? Tough. Or yeah. can, can you, endlessly replay because it's multiplayer? You're going
1: to sort the multiplayer out, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course.
2: Let's, uh, as we start to ramp down
0: the show, let's give some flowers to where they're due because Starfield, surprisingly, has sold really, really well. Mm. Of course, being on Game Pass is one thing, allowing players. But, of course, it was also sold, and it turns out it was the best-selling game of the month of September.
2: How exciting. Coming and that's from not massive. including Game Pass. That's download. not including okay. Game yeah, Pass. Yeah. This is buying the games as the
0: top 20 games, physical and full game uh, digital from Nintendo, eShop, PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox platforms for publishers and digital Is there theater. any breakdown on
2: PC versus Xbox on that?
0: No, there's not a digital breakdown on that one. I have to assume a large amount of this is coming from PC as it was on You email. would think,
2: yeah. like, honestly, it's surprising to me that anyone would buy Starfield. Not because it's, I think it's an excellent, you know, that's going to get taken out of context. Who would buy Starfield? Yeah. But it's like, why not just spend the same amount of money or a little bit more on a year of Game Pass? And get all the other shit as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing
2: games a la carte that are on Game Pass seems weird. But then I suppose if you've
1: got a PC, you're like, I want the best possible version.
2: Yeah, but if you've got Game Pass Ultimate, you're still going to get it. That's true, yeah. Starfield was the best. Yeah, that's how I played it.
0: Played the
3: Xbox app on PC, yeah.
0: Starfield was the best selling game of September, instantly becoming the seventh best selling game of 2023, year to date. Starfield ranked as the best selling title of the month across both Xbox and PC, with PC. Being its lead sales platform. So shout out to Matt Piscatello of course. Your September top five will go through. At number five, Payday. Shout out to Payday for selling well. Number four, Madden 24. Number three, EA Sports FC with mm-hmm. a brand new name. Of course, that's FIFA for all of you. Number two, Mortal Kombat One, and number one, Starfield. So congratulations, well, well played, Steve Starfield.
1: Yeah, someone abbreviated like. FIFA's new name to me, and I was like, what game is that? What is that? (laughs) And And then I was like, oh, right, right, yeah. Of course. It's really hard to unthink that.
0: That's why I got to say FIFA to everybody, just in case. Just so you all know what it still is. Uh, Let's give some flowers to a guy who's done some incredible stuff in this industry. After 24 years... Pete Hines from Bethesda is retiring. Oh, I I didn't know that. Yeah, here's the special post for you. Of course, over on Twitter, he announced this with a nice little post. After 24 years, I've decided my time at Bethesda Softworks has come to an end. I'm retiring, and I will begin an exciting new chapter of life, exploring interests and passions, donating my time uh, where I can, and taking more time to enjoy life. This was not a decision I came to easily or quickly, but after an amazing career culminating in the incredible launch of Starfield, it feels like The time is right. There was a bunch more to that. Of course, we want to say congratulations to Pete on an incredible career. We were lucky enough to have Pete and Aaron on the show once before, and it was really cool to catch their vibe and hang out with them. Pete Hines has been nothing but incredible. to kind of funny. And, of course, the gaming community as a whole, he always seems like a cool dude, and I love the things he stands for. Uh, They also sold really dope uh, special animal-themed um, merch when they were benefiting like different shelters all around the nation, and I bought some because of Pete. So shout cool. out to you, Pete. Also,
1: FY Bethesda has some of the best merch out there. Like I've <sighs> got Doom doormat mat.
0: I have the keeps Doom. People up. away. <laughs> Come oh, on. Yes, it does. Uh, so let's go around the room. Of course, Paris. I know you know Pete Hines. Do you have anything special to tell him, or anything to look back and smile on, and tell us a
3: story about? I mean, absolute legend. He's an absolute legend in this industry, and just from a personal standpoint, he's always been very kind and and welcoming to me and has taken time to actually talk to me about games even just this recent um you know la showcase whatever we're calling it um you know him and i had to yeah, had a nice private conversation and then leading up to the launch of starfield i got to talk to him super briefly but he's always been a great guy um my, probably my best Pete Hines memory two, actually I actually have two. both of them are fallout um, when fallout 3 was coming out um, he was the guy that was doing the private demos at E3 and that was like the first time I got to meet him again very just very nice nice person and then um, I got to interview him when uh, fallout new vegas was, was coming out and he sat down with me probably, God, probably like an hour talking about the game so yeah, just, just great memories with him. He's, he's been an absolute legend in this industry. Um, yeah, You know, I, I think back to all the Bethesda showcases. He's always been great at those as well. So he, he's going to be sorely missed. He really is. Not, not just for Xbox and Bethesda, but I just think the industry as a whole.
2: Gary Whitton, you and Pete Hines, have you guys run together before? You know, 24 years is no joke, but I was just doing the math in my head, if you think about it. Sorry, maths. I was just <laughs> doing the maths in my head. I've, I've, they've got me so conditioned now. It's <laughs> terrible. Did you say
1: Legos, though. That's the. No, no, no. Thing. I would never say that. It's, it's,
2: that. The only, the few. I still, I still say um, um, laboratory. Really? Yeah. It's a word that you don't use all the time. It, does, it doesn't mm-hmm. switch over. But no, I've, I've gone full American on most things. So, yeah, so Pete would have started in like 99. That was actually around, that was my last year on PC Gamer. So I don't know if we ever really overlapped. If we did, wow. it would be a short time. No, I've always liked Pete. Nice guy. Never bothered to fo- follow me on social media, but that's all right. I don't okay. As you know, I don't take these things personally. You, he doesn't beat, he doesn't, if you listen to this, of course, congratulations. That, and The one on thing you know about career. me, Mike, is I, I just brush that right off.
1: Oh, yeah, so yeah, just... yeah, we, we, oh, yeah, 24 <laughs> years. So you've got to think that there are people who have been born who are now going out buying video games with their own money from their jobs Mm -hmm. that they've probably had for a while and also like you think about sort of like how we look at the games industry now but like to be in it for kind of like that long like it really was you really were trail anyone who was been in it for that long you really were like supreme trailblazers like right like right from the very very start because that was like it's all cool it's all pretty cushy now but like back in the day it was very very different kind of kettle of fish so yeah 24 years is an incredible amount of time and honestly you know especially to be at the same company like for that long, like that's crazy. So yeah, I'm well, going on wow.
2: 36 years now.
0: Yeah, you're the guy. Remember that you, are I, You
1: are I, you the yeah. Do we need I, to pass the torch? no
0: retiring for you? Because no. here's my worry: is now we get to see some of my idols retire, which is heartbreaking, right? Yeah. Major Nelson has left, and Major Nelson was my dude, I my feel like hero. When,
1: like Jim Ryan's going, but yeah. also when Phil goes, I think that's going to be deeply upsetting for a lot of people. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That, that's going to be upsetting. weird.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, they say golf is the only game you get to play with your heroes, but it's also true of, you know, hosting video games. Me and Gary. shows. Yeah, guy, I'm Come sure. on. Yep. Let's yep. jump in
0: and finish out the show with some fun community questions that I've gathered for the team. Let's jump in from a question from Parks, who writes, the best cinematics team in the business responsible for all the dope Diablo and World of Warcraft cinematics are now an Xbox team. If they were to make a trailer for another Xbox franchise, Who would you want it to be for? First up, Mm. sit on that thing about that. Gary, We're talking about the the Blizzard's team. We're talking about the Blizzard Cinematics team. Who do you want them to whip up a cool Xbox trailer video for? Halo.
2: That's the correct.
1: Like obviously Halo.
2: Halo. It's funny because I haven't thought about like when's the last time you saw like a a Blizzard. Cinematic that really knocks your socks off, and I just realized it was in Diablo Four. Yeah, yes, that's
1: exactly what I <laughs>
2: thinking. the second one. No, 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 the second one. Oh, the big, the big battle um in Hell.
3: Oh, that God. The opener I was, was very good. Yeah, good. Movie that movie 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 that, yeah, that is sick. That that
2: cinematic. I remember we were we were all watching it because we were helping Felicia play through Diablo Four, and we got to that cinematic, and we all just sat and watched it, and we're like, "Damn, this is good. Yeah. This is like this is like vintage classic Blizzard cinematic shit. So good." Do you have another
0: Xbox franchise you would team that team up with
2: to help out to a little put, bit? To, to put the cinematics on? Yeah. Um, let me think about it. I, I, I hate when I get I put it. on the spot. has got a right good one. Is, is you are you going to say Banjo Banjo-Kazooie? Like, let's darken no, it no, up a bit. No, I'm not going to say Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> 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 let,
4: let's we're going to say off.
3: Cameo. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, Perfect Dark. It's a game oh, that we're that was probably going to see next year, right? Yep love to see them do a cinematic for perfect dark kind of a, a grand re-entry you know uh for that game would, would love it um,
1: the voice actress was literally at BAFTA last week amazing i sorry her name totally escapes me I was like three bit so Joanna no
0: <laughs> you brought up tomb raider
1: Imagine perfect like dark to-
0: very similar like that is right. yeah
1: like tomb raider like more gritty and more like yeah scary. are you
2: going to the golden joysticks no 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 why not
1: I don't know. They don't invite me anymore.
2: No, that feels... Gary will handle that. He'll Weird, talk to you them. You send
1: us a d- curtly uh, worded email.
0: Yeah. Of course, we bring up Halo. Halo would be very fun and be incredible to see. Gears of War would be another awesome one. Oh yeah. yeah. you could get real bloody with that, really show off. Gears of War already awesome. has good cinematics. They, they have great right? cinematics, but I mean, we're talking about the best in the business. Can I, can here, I just Gary? have
1: like a really small left-field moment, which is yeah, like yeah. not really specifically anything, but like uh, a game that I would love to see, uh, Bulletstorm. I loved Bullet Storm. I thought it was great. In right? This is my theory. You know how, like, you had all like the skill shots and stuff, right? Yes. You got like points, but then you end up just kicking people into spikes because it was easier. Imagine if you had like all the kind of like the caustic and like the fire damage ideas from like Borderlands, and then you blur, like blended that into the skill shot, so it was like you know like fire acid, something or other. That I want that. I want that game.
3: All right. I want that game. Watch that game, Paris. Yeah. Off you write go. Write it down. I, I have to break <laughs> the fourth wall. <laughs> F you, Greg Miller, and you know why. What's
1: going on? Wait, what? what? Greg, what have you done? Greg!
3: <laughs> What's he done?
2: End the show! End <laughs> <laughs> wow, the
0: show! show yelling at me. We're not ready, but we're going to end the show end right now.
2: It's just turn it off! Greg Miller, say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> Are we going to get to do an X cast where you don't fucking crash? Oh, you must really hate all the future. views I
4: bring in, huh? Oh, it must yeah. really Ooh. drive you crazy to see the views spike when this fake show They're, dro- they're, they're dropping hey, everybody off. Everybody thanks for watching the kind of funny X cast. If you haven't seen it, go to twittercom gameoverGreggy, where I just put up an excellent screen cap oh, of no. Paris. It was Patreon. <laughs> Patreon did you dirty. They're the one who took that as a screen. Well, guess, cap, can someone catch me up? What happened? Kevin, can you bring up my... Uh, on, okay. You can we either... Do it live. Yep. Give me one second. No problem. You can see on Twitter there. I put it up with no context because there's a need context, but Paris Lily is a man you can't take a bad photo of. Oh, and wow. so when I saw this, just probably the best screen grab ever mad, made of him when I went to patreon.com slash kind of funny, I said, I have to share this with the world. And so I tweeted it and then I immediately put it into Slack and I said, please make this into an emote Dandy. Oh, wow.
2: No, oh, okay. we didn't catch anyone in a bad moment freeze frame like that. Yeah. That's not fair. No, no
1: one looks great. Talking. That's not cricket.
2: Well, of course, this is how we will
0: end today's kind of funny X-Cast. We have oh, the like
1: incredible
0: to cry. <laughs> gaming dads, Paris. <laughs> Paris, Paris I'm, a- I'm on your side. That's, on a low, so that's a low. That's a low blow. Just what a way to end this incredible episode. Just that's exactly stunned. what
2: I'd expect from Greg.
0: Yeah, I mean, please. That was not a bucket fans. of afters. But let's. Talk about Jules. Jules, one more time. Where can everybody find you? What cool stuff are you doing? Thank you for joining us here in the spare bedroom today. It was really special.
1: No, it's been so fun. This has just been the the funnest, like, best day, uh, hanging around, playing video games, talking nonsense, like, literally, the dream. Um, So, oh, God, what am I doing? Uh... I don't know, like more more shows, Game on Grandparents will be coming, so that, that'll that be coming out soon. Um, if you can find somewhere that shows uh, the current, because it's, we were talking about this before, because it's BBC. If you have a way of facilitating BBC programmes, you can probably find it. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, just more kind of li- live hosting until the end of the year. But I'm going to be in the States a lot more now. Got my freshly minted O-1 visa. Yeah, congratulations. As
2: someone who went through that immigration gauntlet, I always am glad to see it when people get that stuff sorted out.
1: I'm glad it's over. <laughs>
2: Well, congratulations <laughs> and welcome. You are more than welcome
0: here to join us on the XCast anytime you yes, like. Yes, that's
1: all I wanted to hear.
0: And, uh, of course, we'll talk more things Xbox with you next week. Of course, congratulations to Team Xbox and Microsoft for closing the deal. And, gamers, here comes some games. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> Goodbye.